1: Hello, fellow patriots and freedom lovers everywhere. You're just in time as we're getting underway with our number two, the Bobby Mack electric radio program, in a gorgeous autumnal Monday afternoon. And as always, your input into the program is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. And all it takes is a phone call. Just grab your phone and use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number 800 800- three four seven one oh six three or if you prefer to text me use the common sense retirement planning text line number which is seventy one three zero seven and of course my email is always available to you the address is bob at one oh six three w o r d dot com speaking of the text line i got someone in the rears in the first hour let me see if i can uh, take a stab at catching up here Hey, Bobby, just, uh, they're just trying to get Joe in office just to kick him out for being unfit in order to put uh, Kamala Harris in there because they know she couldn't win against Donald Trump. True enough. And they're already telegraphing that. Harris herself and even Biden, referring to the upcoming potential administration as the Harris-Biden administration? <laughs> Way to demote yourself. Joe, before you even get there. Uh, Bobby, you can't hold Lindsey Graham's words in 2016 against him in 2020. He wasn't running for reelection. Good point. Uh, hey, Bobby, the RBG, that is Ruth Peter Ginsburg, memes on Facebook are ruthless. I bet. I don't even look. Uh, Biden, uh, Bobby, Biden is dumb, but AOC is dumber. The Dumb and Dumber Duo. Uh, Bobby Mack, bite me, can't even do common core math. That is very dumb. Yeah, I would agree. Bobby, do you think his handlers spell out these numbers? Like 200,000, 200 million, 100 billion? If they don't, why not? I mean, wouldn't you think they would learn their lesson eventually? But hey, I don't care. Go for it, Joe. (laughs) Hey, Bobby, what job did Joe Biden have or jobs did he have before becoming an elected legislator? Uh, Biden, after graduating uh, near the bottom of his class, unlike his claim that he was near the top of his class in uh, law school at Syracuse, uh, became a practicing attorney. And Delaware at that time had a, uh, a guy in the Senate who was about Biden's age now. And so uh, the, the Democrat Party in Delaware saw an opportunity. They knew that Biden would get up and say anything and was pliable. He was an empty vessel. So they convinced him to run for the Senate. And he ran a brutal campaign against this uh, incumbent Democrat, and, and it was uh, all age-related attacks, kind of a, an a interesting irony there, and Biden won the nomination and uh, then was elected to the Senate, and he's been there ever since. Well, until Obama selected him as impeachment, uh, uh, not impeachment, as, uh, as assassination insurance, because the thinking was, Biden was so well-known as a doofus that nobody would have the nerve to assassinate Obama only to have him replaced by Biden. And Biden was so dumb, even at this big event they did in, uh, in Illinois to, uh, to play off uh, Abraham Lincoln, who was a Republican, by the way. <laughs> Uh, they had Biden introduce Obama, this big, big shindig, big outdoor deal. And what does Biden do? He gets up and he says, ladies and gentlemen, the next president of the United States, Barack America. I mean, Holy mackerel. Don't you know right off the bat that you've got a loser here? You can see it. It's on YouTube. Look it up. See Biden introducing uh, uh, Obama as uh, Barack America. Uh, Bobby, if anyone dies by the end of a Biden speech, they will have died from laughing themselves to death or boredom. Uh, Bobby, Joe is going to cure cancer. Don't mess that up. Yeah, right. Bobby, add the 150 million Biden said died from gun violence. To the 200 million from COVID, and apparently the USA doesn't even exist anymore. Uh, I think Bobby, what Biden meant was that by the end of the speech, if everyone had listened to it, 200 million people would have died. Now that makes more sense. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Ay, ay, ay. Bobby, what is it with the Dems killing off massive amounts of American 93 million a day to gun violence, uh, Chicago only 200 million in uh, the matter of, uh, of a speech. Uh, at this rate, uh, I won't survive from uh, Alan R. <laughs> in Spartanburg. Not to worry, Alan, uh, these all these numbers that Biden is throwing around are as bogus as the ones we hear about the Wuhan flu. Uh, Bobby, if the Democrats pack the court, Republicans could come back and pack the court further later. later. Uh, Republicans might do it either way. No, I don't think it'll be necessary. About uh, talking in the last hour, the uh, rumor circulating that uh, Tom Hardy would be the next uh, James Bond after Daniel Craig. Bobby, I heard they were going to pick Idris Elba as James Bond. He's a good actor. I'd be fine with it. I look at James Bond as a code name, because the Bonds played by Connery, uh, Craig, and now uh, Hardy, if he's selected, are so different in style from the Bonds portrayed by Roger Moore and Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, I think that's, I think there's validity in that. Uh, Bobby, regarding James Bond, I think it's very similar to the Dread Pirate Roberts from the Princess Bride. It's more about the name and not necessarily the who. Yeah, something to that as well. Bobby, that would be an interesting change from Venom to Bond. Bobby, I actually think Trump should wait until after the election and use this as an election issue. And even if he loses, he could still nominate a, uh, a Supreme Court justice and the Senate could still confirm during a lame duck session as uh, with uh, Jimmy Carter. Uh, Bobby, do you think Tom Hardy would have a good English accent? I saw him in something, some miniseries that was on cable. I can't even remember what it, what it was now, and he did do an English accent in that. It was very good. It was very good. Uh, Bobby, Idris Elba would make a great James Bond, but Hardy will be a good one too. He's very sexy. This is Deborah, and I approve this message. <laughs> Thank you, Deborah. He has that, that air of danger about him. Uh, Bobby Mack, in my old profession as a pastor, I know firsthand people dying of cancer don't have last words before they take their last breath. Most are in a coma for four or five days and some a couple of weeks before they die. I don't buy RBG's supposed Last request. Yeah. A last request of uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, composed and written and presented by uh, Nancy Pelosi. Right. Bobby, pretty amazing to me how well Biden was able to speak just four years ago. His dementia is really evident when you hear him speak back then and compare it to today. Okay. Uh, uh, Bobby, please have Moneypenny put that Biden clip on Facebook. Oh, okay. We can do that. Can you handle that, uh, Ms. Moneypenny? That's uh, Biden talking about uh, the uh, president making a nominee to the Supreme Court before an election. Yeah, And, and he was all for it. He was all for it. Uh, Bobby, Senator Biden just sent you a message at 312. Not sure if you received it. Sorry, I got a little bit in arrears on uh, the, uh, the the text line early on, but I will uh, I'll go back and uh, see if I can locate it here. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to it uh, when I come right back on the other side. 16 after 3 here on the Bobby Mac Show. The burning question, can the president's nominee to replace RBG get confirmed before the election. Interesting piece today uh, about this at uh, PJ Media, and uh, I'll share
0: that with you next.
1: Oh, that's good. My, uh, my little test worked. gave the time uh, last time I gave it as uh, central standard time. Very good. Money Penny said we had uh, three or four callers who pointed out that i had uh, used Central Standard time. 4:23 as we get going But, but,
0: but Bobby, <laughs> I don't need any extra work answering the phones.
1: <laughs> uh, well, it, uh, you know when, when you make the big bucks, money penny, you know, as you do. Uh, In on the text line 71307. So, Bob, I guess the Dems uh, have an afterlife after all. They have killed off every American in a matter of days, and yet here we are still mingling amongst ourselves. There you go. Bobby, anybody find it odd that uh, RBG had the uh, same last thought as John Lewis, and both of them thought of Donald Trump in the last moment of their life? (laughs) Talk about living in their head uh, rent free. Holy cow! To the phones we go. Let's head to uh, Lyman Lake and uh, uh, let's head to uh, uh, yeah to uh, Lyman Lake and uh, bring in Bill. Hi, Bill, and welcome. Happy Monday to you.
2: Greetings, uh, oh great one. I <laughs> hope you're well.
1: Yes, sir. So far, so good.
2: Well, you uh, <clears throat> you got my motor running when you uh, mentioned. Biden's uh, calculation on how many folks had died. And I just decided to look online mm-hmm. just for old time's sake. And the real number nationwide as of today that I read is 974,000 worldwide.
1: Yeah. Sounds That's about A
2: little right. off on his calculation there.
1: Well, he only missed it by... Uh, what, one hundred and ninety nine million? One hundred ninety nine million. Yeah,
2: I'd be willing to bet you, Bobby. We're <laughs> we're close in age. I'm seventy, right? And I'll bet you we have pot smoking friends from the '60s that are, we still know that are still alive. Yeah, that have more mental faculties in their little finger than that guy does in his whole, whatever the size his brain is. And I, I'm not making fun of him, but he is incapacitated
1: yeah he's he's, totally. he's definitely he doesn't definitely has cognitive issues uh you're right bill you are uh approaching my zip code uh i turned uh 74 <laughs> in august so uh but you know still uh still cruising along just like i had good sense well i tell everybody
2: i've worked till I was 68 and a half and uh, Of course, I never did hurt myself. I sold garbage trucks for 37 years. to city and county government, that was my last gig. Wow. And I worked mainly from home. Mm -hmm. But uh, I tell everybody, when my feet hit the floor every morning, uh, it's just another day in paradise and living the dream that the good Lord let me live one more day.
1: There you go. (laughs) You know, this is something, Bill, I fail to understand about all these Hollywood types and these athletes uh making such a big deal about what a terrible place America is and none of them having the the logic possessing the brain power to be able to stop and think for a minute that in this wonderful country that we live in it gave them the opportunity to become multi-millionaires how can it be such a terrible yes. place well
2: to to plagiarize and quote, the legend from the University of Georgia, Lewis he called himself. <laughs> right. Delta's ready when you are. That's Just right. Turn in your passport, <laughs> and I personally will pay any person's one-way ticket anywhere in the world, which can't come back.
1: Right. And and you hear I what? Uh, think
2: I live in the greatest nation in the world.
1: Amen to that, brother. You hear what Mike Ditka said last week of the former Chicago Bears coach? Said so look, this all you know, be rich. yeah, you guys don't appreciate what you have. If you think America's such a terrible place, go play football someplace else. Oh, wait a minute. They don't play football anyplace else. So if you don't like it here, get <laughs> the hell out. End quote.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks, Bobby. Take care, buddy.
1: My pleasure. You too, Bill. Good to have you along, sir. Twenty-seven after four in on the text line as well. Bobby, who is your favorite bond? Mine is the original Sean Connery, followed by Pierce Brosnan. Uh, I'm going with uh, Sean Connery, followed by, believe it or not, Daniel Craig. Uh, yeah, this makes sense. Bobby, I would hope Tom Hardy has a good English accent, since he's from London. That, par- that probably would uh, provide you with a pretty good foundation for an English accent, would be my guess. Uh, Bobby, the uh, news media doesn't adequately explain that Republicans objected to Obama's nomination in 2016 is not the same. McConnell objected to it because the White House and the Senate were controlled by different parties. From uh, Jim R. in Greenville. Excellent point, Jim. Thank you for uh, making that point. Bobby Mack, I think Biden was talking about the number of brain cells that die in every person who is subjected to his speeches. Could be. Bobby, there's only one Bond, Sean Connery. Uh, Bobby, I'm getting tired already of hearing about Ruth Bader Ginsburg's greatness. All I know is that she was the greatest baby killer of all time the greatest bringer of moral decay and perversion. Oh yeah, she was truly great. Uh, The speech Joe Biden gave back in 2016 sounded pretty good regarding uh, a SCOTUS nomination. If he gave that same speech today, he would stumble all over himself and it wouldn't make a lick of sense. Agreed. Oh, here we go. Yeah, here is, uh, here is my text message uh, from uh, Dementia Joe. Billy, I always recognize his messages because that's how they start. Billy, by the time I'm done with this on Jill's calculator, typewriter, phone gadget, 200 gazillion people will have died from mad cow. No lie. I'm telling you, man. President What's-His-Name's gone too far this time. He's already trying to pick a replacement for Justice RBG. Not to fear, House Speaker Nancy Lugosi said she'll impeach him if he tries anything funny between now and the election. Me, personally, I think they need to wait for Kamala to become vice president before selecting a new justice for the People's Court. Man, that uh, Rusty guy was my favorite, but I digest People are talking malarkey about my medicine making me incontinental. It's not. I just have to use the john a lot. No big deal. Anyway, got to go. I mean, I really got to go. Corn, uh, Corn pop. tell everyone to stay out of the john. Remember to get out there June 91st. Vote Kamala for VP. This is important. Remember, the more votes each person mails in, the better chance we have to win. Signed, your pal, Senator Joe Biden. Thank you, Joe. Always a a treat to hear from you. 431 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Annie is ready to go to update the news. I'm right back on the other side here on Monday on WORD. Welcome back. Great to have you along. Absolutely gorgeous fall Monday afternoon, even though it's, uh, it's not officially autumn until tomorrow, right? But, you know, we have a calendar spring, summer, fall, and winter, and uh, then we have meteorological, which are slightly different. Uh, I, I mentioned uh, this earlier, and I got uh, sidetracked trying to catch up with the text line, so let me share it with you now. Can Trump's nominee to replace RBG Get confirmed before the election. You bet. It's an article by Matt Margolis at uh, Today's Pajamas Media. The death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg has the left in a panic, with liberals making all sorts of claims and allegations, boiling down to Trump can't nominate someone during an election year, or it's too close to the election. Make no mistake about it, Trump, who has promised to nominate a replacement for Ruth Bader Ginsburg later this week, can get his nominee confirmed before the election. And the time frame for accompanying this would not be of unprecedented speed. For starters, there's plenty of time before the end of Trump's first term to get it done. As uh, Matt Batzel of American Majority noted... Every single vote on a SCOTUS nominee of the last 45 years was voted on in less time than what Trump has between now and the end of his current term. Yes, Trump has time to nominate and get his nominee confirmed to the Supreme Court. But Trump can get it done even sooner. In fact, he could nominate RBG's replacement and have her confirmed before the election. Here's why. Former Supreme Court Justice John Paul Stevens was confirmed 19 days after his nomination. Former Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor was confirmed 33 days after her nomination. And the icing on the cake, the late Ruth Bader Ginsburg was confirmed 42 days after her nomination. The presidential election is in 44 days. U.S. Circuit Court Judge Amy Conan Barrett is considered to be the front-runner for the nomination. Should Trump nominate her, that gives even more credence to the idea that this nomination can be completed expeditiously. Barrett has already been vetted by the Senate, having gone through the confirmation process in 2017. So, there you go. But of course... You understand, as I do, the Democrats and their progressive, socialist, Marxist policies are not winners at the ballot box. Many of their issues uh, are despised by many average Americans, so they depend on a packed activist judiciary to give them, through rulings of the courts, what they can't get at the ballot box. And if President Trump is successful in nominating and having appointed to the court a third conservative justice, even with John Roberts being the chairman of the moderate wing of the conservatives, uh, it still would deprive the Democrats of a major part of their agenda. Uh, 19 before 5, in on the text line. Bobby, I have a meteorological question. Okay, as a recovering meteorologist, I'll try to handle that. Since there is an agenda to promote climate change and predict greater numbers of tropical storms each year, are the people in charge of naming storms doing so earlier in each season and naming storms they may not have named in past years so they can lend credibility to their claim of a uh, climate change. Uh, in terms of that specifically, no. Uh, they are doing it within the same time frame that they typically do, which is uh, sometime in uh, late winter before the beginning of hurricane season. Biggest change would be in uh, the naming of the storms. I don't know if you know the history. Probably not a lot of people would be aware of it. But the history of naming storms only started in, uh, I guess, the late 1940s. Uh, up until that time, storms were named, hurricanes were named, by their locations and by their date. Uh, that would be the Labor Day hurricane of Galveston, uh, the uh, Key West hurricane, and and, on, and and so on. And then somebody at the then Uh, National Weather Service, before it became NOAA, still known as National Weather Service, but now it's part of the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, uh, decided it would be a good idea to give the hurricanes female names, uh, Hazel and the like, and the names that he initially selected were the names of the wives of politicians in Washington that he hated. Not that they knew that was his uh, rationale for picking the names, but that's what it really was. And then, of course, you know, now that we have a more open, woke, diverse society, now we get names that are scattershot all over the place, some of which are virtually unpronounceable by average people. And they typically do, how is it, that, how is it the, I think they do 15 or 16, uh, this year, uh, their predictions were correct in that we would have more named storms because of the warmth of the ocean and, and all kinds of other factors that go into it. But they, they did accurately predict we would have more named storms. And uh, as a result, they have run through all the selected names for the storms, which is now the latest storm that you will hear your TV meteorologist talking about, is Hurricane Beta, which, of course, is the second letter of the Greek alphabet because they've had to go to that in desperation because they were out of names. Although they might, you know, just go back to the original concept. Hurricane Nancy. Hurricane Kamala. Just a thought. Hope
0: that helps. Quarter before five here on the Bobby Mack Show. Be right back. Welcome back. 4.50 now, 10 before 5 o'clock
1: here on the Bobby Mac Show and in on the text line. Bobby, about the hurricanes, how about Hurricane AOC? Noisy, blustery, but ultimately empty inside. Uh, Bobby, why don't they name hurricanes like uh, Hurricane uh, Destroyer, Hurricane Intimidator, Hurricane Decimator, Hurricane Pulverizer, or even... Hurricane Son of Baconator, which is my favorite. They they might be uh, more descriptive. In fact, uh, Hurricane Sally, related story. Uh, where is that? Is that in? Uh, is that in Boneheads? No, I think it's in. Uh, I think that's in today's ATF. We'll work our way around to that. Meantime, the uh, peaceful folks in uh, BLM who are busy demonstrating, uh, carrying around uh, BLM signs, and uh, we are totally woke signs in front of the uh, Supreme Court, Uh, in the wake of that, the peaceful BLM demonstrators acted again. A black man walked into a Louisville bar owned by a retired police officer and shot three random people at point-blank range on Friday night while wearing a Justice for Breonna Taylor shirt. The suspect was smiling from ear to ear as he was arrested for the shooting at Bungalow Joe's Bar and Grill. Michael E. Rhines, Jr., 33, was arrested just after midnight Saturday after police found him crawling in brush near the restaurant, according to a report from WDRB. The shooter was wearing a Justice for Breonna Taylor t-shirt. Naturally, the national media has completely ignored this story, which certainly would not have been the case if a mass shooter had been wearing a Trump T-shirt. Taylor became a Black Lives Matter martyr, you remember, after being killed by Louisville police during a knock-and-announce drug raid, during which her boyfriend shot at police. Uh, Sherry Embry, uh, posting online, thank you with a bunch of hearts. So many of us go to Bungalow Joe's, which is owned by a retired police officer and an OCC member. Uh, Sad. Just so sad. And the dude that shot and murdered them is wearing a Justice for BT shirt and smiling. Seriously. This has got to stop. Someone else posted, anyone want to talk about narratives? Is that a Justice for shirt? Anyone want to talk about how police didn't shoot an armed black male, which happens way more, who just shot three people? No? Makes you uncomfortable? Uh, Doesn't fit your narrow mindset? If not, we can wait until the script is flipped. The owner of the bar, Joe Bishop, told WDRB, referring to the shooter, nobody had ever seen this guy before. It was a totally random act. He explained the men did not exchange words at any time prior to the shooting. Uh, Terion Germain Hudson, 26. William Scott Smallwood, 48, were pronounced dead at the scene. Stephen Matthew Head, 24, died from his wounds at the hospital. Uh, Bobby, why don't they let NASCAR start bidding for the naming rights to hurricanes? (laughs) They have any money left in NUSCAR? Bobby, any chance the upstate will get rain from Tropical Storm Beta? Haven't looked at the uh, spaghetti models yet? Get back to you on that one. Okay. As you know, we have uh, all during the Wuhan flu. Been uh, doing all kinds of uh, quarantoons, uh, trying to give some comedic relief, but not all the ones that we recorded actually made the cut. Yeah, there actually were many that never made air, and you'll see why here. Here, here are a few of our rejected quarantoons.
2: Recently, we've treated you to some Quarantunes, a collection of song parodies to have fun during this time of quarantine. Were there rejects? You bet there were. Now, for the first time ever, rejected Quarantunes. Song parodies so bad, it would be unhealthy to play them. That one may be worse than having COVID-19.
0: You should wear gloves too. You think
2: that's bad? Listen to this. I always wear a mask and gloves. I swear I'm not I'll committing a crime. You'd need gloves to handle that stinker. This one also quarantined. I'm all out of gloves. And now I just found out I waited too
1: late now they're all sold
2: out to go. Rejected Quarantunes. Dropped from our show like a stinky face mask.
1: See what we uh, try to protect you from? We only have your best interests at heart. Only the uh, top Quarantunes make the cut. So now you know. Just another uh, example of how the Bobby Mac semi-professional players are looking out for you. Five o'clock Follies on the way next here on Monday.